Anthony on Air Podcast. Welcome in for another episode. We have a massive, massive Ghislaine Maxwell document dump. We don't get these often. Uh, the last time we got one, it wasn't all that interesting. This will be the opposite of that. This will be quite interesting. We'll get into that. Uh, plus, Steve Bannon calling out Rudy Giuliani for accusations he's making. We have some news on the uh, Capitol what happened a couple of weeks back, uh, which is pretty shocking. And uh, of course, we'll do uh, product testing again on the episode tonight. Frankie C has a product to uh, introduce. And we have a new product over in our uh, merch store. I've been uh, dreaming about this shirt for quite a while, ever since Elon Musk tweeted this phrase. I can't get over it. I love it so much. Legalized comedy. So we got nice. the legalized comedy tee. We've got it in uh, a hoodie. We've got it in a ladies tank top. We've got it in all sorts of things. So check out the uh, store. There's links on YouTube. And of course, you can find that on anthonyonair.com. We can they also get links on, to our proud wait, sponsor. Wait, no, before Hero we get to the sponsor, before the sponsor. Company, link that, in the description. That thing should be on, it should be on a uh, adult feety pajama thing. That would be nice. Do they sell those anymore? Can we personalize those? I'll see. I'll reach out to our provider and see if we could do one of those, but I, I'm not sure. I apologize to uh, Hero Soap Company. There you go. Link in the description below. Uh, check those guys out. They make the best soap ever. All right, Frankie C. Uh, so we have been waiting for this for a little while. In fact, the last time we got the dump, we talked about there being more information to come, and uh, we finally got that information. And uh, it's uh, it's there's some crazy stuff on here. Dumperama. Yeah, seventy-three it. page transcript. This, of course, is from a 2016 deposition uh, where Maxwell uh, was forced to give after an earlier judge determined that she had been evasive in an April 2016 deposition when asked the same questions. So the last dump we had was the stuff from April. Not interesting. Then the judge makes her come back and, and like, you have to answer these questions. That is what transpired in July. There's a lot to get to, so let's start. Uh, included in the dozens of documents released uh, just less than 24 hours ago are excerpts from testimony given by Epstein's former house manager, Juan Alessi, and by Ronaldo Rizzo, a houseman employed by the billionaire's hedge fund mogul, Glenn Dubin, a friend of Epstein's, Dubin, whom Jeffrey has also accused of uh, being abused by, was issued a subpoena last year by Denise George, the attorney general in the U.S. Virgin Islands, who is bringing a civil racketeering case against the Epstein estate. Dubin has denied Jeffrey's alleg allegations. Uh, one of the few people named in Maxwell's deposition, aside from Maxwell and Epstein and Jeffrey, is our favorite Alan Dershowitz, who has publicly maintained that he is happy for his name to be unsealed in the documents. He is mentioned only briefly when Maxwell, when Maxwell, excuse me, is asked about a visit by Dershowitz and his wife and daughter to Epstein's private island in the Virgin Islands. The only conversation she can recall with Dershowitz was a discussion about using a metal detector on the beach. We just broke the Leon Black story a couple of podcasts ago, and we talked about the fact that he brought his family. I think it came out that he didn't, but at first it was they thought that he brought his family. I think he did bring his family on an earlier occasion. 
Well, Isn't I can't it? imagine every single time people go to his island, it's a hundred percent illegal stuff going on. It, it sure he had a, one or two harmless gatherings. I'm sure he Maybe. had hundreds of harmless gatherings. But, okay, but don't you find it weird oh, knowing weird. what you know about the guy and and people again? We go back to a previous podcast when President Trump before he was president, was running. He talked about Epstein having a, a thing for younger girls, right, in an interview. So this was like a kind of a well-known thing. You know, like yep. e- even if we're going to pretend it's innocent and like he just likes younger, like he likes the 19-year-old, right, That that's legal, but it's still kind of messed up and wrong. Um, even if you're going to go with that, to visit that person's, private island with your daughter it just feels very very strange to me yeah agreed like i don't know like to me it says something about a person's judgment if they don't know if this comes out of left field okay fine then you didn't know but if there are that could very well be right not defending dershowitz because right like you're the you're a lawyer you represent the guy you got to know something. You got to know something of the character of the person, you know? You only know what he tells you. I feel like there's certain people in, that I know of that I wouldn't leave my kids or bring my kids around. And I there's been there's no evidence or no reason or no rumblings just by the look of them or some of the choices that they've made in their life, you know? <laughs> I I would have uh, I'd have some caution. Yeah. I mean it's not like I know I'm not saying it's a, it was a good idea, but it's not like he sent his daughter there he went with you know they all went together not saying it was the you know dad of the year move but um at least he didn't go oh yeah you can go and have a good time to this island by yourself yeah at the very least he was there with his daughter but still i'm not defending it i'm just saying grain of salt uh, so much more to get to, but uh, want to let everybody know we're doing a special food review podcast uh, that's going to be taking place shortly after this one. So make sure you guys are following us on all the social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook. We're not going to do it on Twitter, but we're on Twitter. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one. We got our lower third right there that has our names on it. Of course, you can get all the links to our social media sites at anthonyonair.com. Maxwell's memories are similarly limited about interactions in Columbus, Ohio, with a woman who appears to be Maria Farmer. Farmer has said publicly that Epstein and Maxwell fondled her in Ohio and her young sister, Annie, uh, who is one of the three victims in a criminal trial who have accused Maxwell of facilitating Epstein's abuse of them as girls. Maxwell recalls only that she said hello to Maria Farmer during a business trip uh, during which she accompanied Epstein to Columbus, home of Les Wexner, the retail magnate who employed Epstein to manage his finances. Uh, Maxwell is asked why she stopped working with Epstein and says that her relationship with him had soured, saying, quote, I ceased to be happy in the job and I ceased to be happy spending time with Mr. Epstein. He became more so difficult to So was that to easy to get out? Uh, I, I guess at some point they did sort of go their separate ways. But as we learned previous, like they claimed that they hadn't spoken to each other in years. And we know that there yeah. were email exchanges between. between I understand them. that. But if her we don't know what her defense will be. But if as we were speculating, if her defense is 
I was, you know, uh, a victim myself. I had no choice. I mean, she just walked away from everything, didn't she? She couldn't have done that earlier. I don't know. I'm speculating. I don't know all the facts. I'm sure there's stuff we're missing. Yeah, hard to tell. He could have maybe but, he gave her her, her walking papers. We don't know. That's possible. We don't know. Um, other former Epstein employees also described a challenging work environment. Alessi, for example, recalls that Epstein refused to talk to him directly when they were both in Epstein's Palm Beach mansion and would instead relay messages for Alessi to employees in New York who then informed Alessi of Epstein's request via email. That's strange. Whoa. I actually got a pet peeve for that. I really don't care for that. I don't like when one person tells somebody else to tell you something. I really hate that. If you want something from me or you need something from me or you're concerned about something, come talk to me directly. Don't involve Wait, another party. You're, you're thinking like someone who isn't trying to cover his ass. Yeah, but he's not doing this to cover his ass. He's just being a dick. I feel like that's no, kind no, of no. like a power move. But like if you don't want any kind of email paper trail, like you would say, hey, Frank, email Janine for me. This By the way, way can I would you message Janine, Janine be... that she's late? I would, but uh, you know, I don't want to. Um, lawyers for the Miami Herald and Jeffrey both filed motions Wednesday opposing Maxwell's attempt to keep more of the deposition secret, each arguing that there was no new compelling evidence to warrant it. Um, they're still trying to get... there. There's a chunk of this deposition that describes her personal sexual preferences or activities... Uh, and they're still the judge ruled in Ghislaine's favor, actually, that she could keep it private. But uh, the Miami Herald, they're still kind of after it. All right. So let's get to the really Why disgusting would they even want stuff. That? What? Why would they even want that? Unless it had something to do with the case. I don't want nobody wants any of that. In, in a weird, I, you know what? In a weird way, it, it does annoy me a little bit that she's being given... We talked about this already. That that yeah, I know. You know, she's being giving that privacy a little bit, which I feel like most people do deserve. Like if you, yeah, it, it if, is also she hasn't been convicted of anything yet. She hasn't been, but like if you, you know, if you, if you, uh, somebody uh, embezzled like millions of dollars and they were going to jail on trial, and and there were there was information about what their kink was. And they were like, well, they they deserve to keep it a secret. I'd be like, you know, that person's a scumbag for stealing all that money. But yeah, you know, they get to, you know, one kind of has nothing to do with the other. Whereas I feel like in this particular case, I, I don't know. The fact that she's granted any sort of privacy is is a little. Yeah, I don't know. everybody until they're, you know, found guilty, their rights, they still have rights. You know, it's not the way we would want to see it, but that's the law. All right, so here's some of the disgusting stuff. Good. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell once Why? directed a room of underage girls to kiss, dance, and touch one another. Uh, do we have um, to go through all these? Epstein, unfortunately. This is not the kind of stuff that we want to do on a Friday podcast, but, you know. We... Can we talk about the PDQ we're going to tomorrow? What's that? Can we talk about PDQ? <laughs> I know. Uh, Epstein had regular threesomes. Uh, he used adult toys, according to these newly released documents. An unidentified witness told of the alleged creepy forced performance and testimony that was revealed um, 
in these documents. The witness, whose name was redacted, quote, testified that he watched Maxwell direct a room full of underage girls to kiss, dance, and touch one another, and Epstein to watch. The pair also allegedly used toys during... Um, Longtime accuser Virginia Roberts drew free during group sex with longtime accuser Virginia Roberts drew free, who has since settled her suit with Ghislaine. Jeffrey's boyfriend, Anthony Figueroa, testified that the accuser told him she and Mrs. Maxwell and Jeffrey were all intimate together on multiple occasions. He said, and I quote, I remember her talking about strap ons and stuff like that and how they would always be using stuff like that. Um, Jeffrey also told him that they would all go to clubs and pick up girls and try to bring them back for Jeffrey. Figueroa said that the FBI, that he told the FBI anything they asked me, uh, stressing, I did not hold anything back, but he did not recall being asked about the accusers often repeated allegation that she was forced to have relations with, uh, three times with Prince Andrew, only saying that it could be possible. He talked to the feds about it. The salacious details were released even as uh, District Judge Loretta Preska, as I said, are sparing the details of her own uh, life, her own sexual life. Elsewhere, the hand, there was a handwritten telephone note from July of 2004 included in the filing that appears to show Maxwell warned Epstein that a girl aged 14 at the time was, quote, available, end quote, and that he had, quote, no one for tomorrow, end quote. Sickening. Isn't that, it's like, oh, come a, like, on, man. there's something about like, oh, a post, like that, it, that. How these, is this not an open and shut case? That these human beings were being like, 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 this is like, you have a meeting with a marketing team. Like you, like there's an opening, it's available. Like, you know. Yeah, like there's records and books and like. Ugh like schedules and disgusting it's disgusting another witness was recorded as being quote in tears as he recalled a 15 year old girl in the utmost distress claiming that maxwell stole the young girl's passport and tried to make her have sex with epstein and then threatened her Although the witness was not named, it was revealed in earlier court proceedings as being Ronaldo Rizzo, the house manager for her friend and Epstein's ex-girlfriend, Eva Dubin. Another witness also testified that Maxwell, quote, recruited her from school, from her school campus to be with Epstein with lies about being her personal assistant. The documents show how Maxwell tried to dismiss the complaints made by Jeffrey by claiming she had an opioid addiction and that she had previously cried rape as a teenager. She branded Jeffrey as a professional victim, quote unquote, and quote, sexually permissive, end quote, by digging up earlier police reports, according to the documents. However, Maxwell's plan of attack was undermined when her own witness called to defend her in the lawsuit said he saw her, quote, escort young girls he brought over to Epstein's home to Epstein for sex acts. End quote. He also said Maxwell called him on the phone asking him to bring over girls to Epstein's home. Uh, now there is actual live testimonial evidence that Maxwell was a procurer of young girls for sex with Jeffrey Epstein with whom she shared a home and a life 
thus validating Ms. Jeffrey's claims, said a lawyer for Jeffrey of the witness's testimony. And this is all testimony that Maxwell is denying. This is all in the document dump from the deposition that took place back in 2016. But there's also like emails and all this stuff confirming all this. I mean, that's what, how is she denying any of this? Dude. What the hell is her case? I don't know. I don't know. Remember her last thing was the grand jury was too white. That was her last, like, yeah, uh, right. That's, you, you can't go for integrity. When you're desperate. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Come on, yeah. man. This is open and shut, I feel, for the most part. I, I don't know how many counts and, and all the charges, but for, you know, for me, I mean, if you have, you have all, these tes- all this testimony and the emails to back it up and, you know, correspondence and all this stuff, I mean, the hell else do you need? Shouldn't really you know, take too long, should it? Right? Yeah. Anything other than video surveillance of all the, you know, that besides that, you've got everything you need. And the Miami Herald, they're uh, they're continuing the full. I feel like they're gonna get that that little last tidbit that wasn't released about her. I feel like they're Miami gonna, Herald. They're the ones who they're the ones who started all of this. Yeah, yeah. But why would they get? Because they've gotten everything. <laughs> they've gotten everything else out. Basically, there we we have to give kudos. By the way, in an era where. Okay, it hasn't been the best. The media hasn't been the best during the last 10 years. Hasn't been the best time period for the media in the last 10 years. Uh, and Lord knows they've certainly been shamed for it. Most deservingly so. Some not so deservingly so. Credit the Miami Herald who is paying for their own lawyers and lawsuits against the United States government to get most of this information out. And it was their great investigative journalists who are at the heart of getting all of this information. So I know we all love our justice warriors on YouTube, but um, it's, it's an old school journalist. Well, that's who's, that's who usually does all, all the, yes. the investigations. It's all newspapers and stuff. John Oliver did a thing on this uh, a while back where it's, it's every, anytime you see uh, a news report, it's the New York Times reports that blah, 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 blah. Or, you know, the Wall Street Journal is saying that blah, 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 blah. They're always referencing reports from newspapers. Correct. Yeah. So there's still good. Some, there's still some good journalism happening out there, um, which is uh, refreshing to see, which is really, really yes. nice. to see. Not all media is bad. A lot of it. This media. This media is all right. Well, yeah, well, I, I don't consider myself that. This, uh, you know, I feel like we're entertaining. We're on a medium. Well, yeah, but that's true. Medium, not media. Uh, Whatever. Soap. Soap. Whenever you go over a story as dirty and disgusting as that one, you just want to take a shower, and I just want to take a shower with Hero Soap Company. That is all. Nice segue. Yeah, that's all I want to do. Uh, no power bands in this, no bad stuff. They make the best soap out there on the planet. I absolutely love it. When you buy a bar, they send a bar over to the troops. So our troops get free soap. Remember, remember in, uh, when the Iraq war was going on and they like did all those expose stories about 
the soldiers had to pay like $30 for a pair of socks and like a bar of soap was like 12 bucks or some crazy stuff like that. Here comes yeah, Hero BS. Soap Company. They're sending soap to the troops when you Why buy Why they would have to pay for anything. Yeah, exactly. So when you go and you buy one, know that you're really buying two and you are literally sending it over to the troops, except you don't have to do any of the sending. They take care of all that stuff. And then they go into their pocket, the folks over at Hero Soap Company, and they uh, donate some cash to go and build homes for the uh, veterans coming back from their service, which is just extraordinary. So grab some soap, perfect gift for Valentine's Day. In fact, the subscription is really nice because you can get your significant other soap for an entire year, and they don't have to know that you save 20% when you use the promo code Anthony at checkout. Use the link our in the description secret. below. It's our little secret. We will not, I will, <laughs> I know I said something just now, but I will not say anything if your significant other asks me about it. I will not. That's a that's a that's an Anthony guarantee. Exactly. You could take that to the bank, baby. Take it to the bank. You want to talk stocks next, or do you want to talk Bannon and Giuliani? Ugh, stocks. Okay, <laughs> let's talk stocks. <laughs> if you missed our original uh, stock conversation, go back to the previous podcast. We break down the full story about what happened with Wall Street bets on Reddit. And how... The little guy has been uh, got one over on the big guys. Right, exactly. We go through the whole story, the whole nine yards. So on that last episode too, I decided that I was going to buy some of the stock and get in on the mix. And I was doing it on the show as you and Janine were I basically- I did not. You and Janine were basically hosting the latter part of that episode. And yeah, I was, he kind of bailed out on us. <laughs> I was just putting my account together. My lovely wife was giving me all the uh, uh, banking information. I, like, no, I know we're doing a show, but I got to I gotta buy some <laughs> stock here. I did it live on the show. I told people to follow. By the way, I got a big bounce in Twitter followers. I told people to follow me on Twitter, that I'd be tweeting about it. I got my confirmation. I tweeted the confirmation. I bought... Um, I decided to buy AMC, not GameStop, because GameStop is super expensive. I decided to buy AMC, covered up the pertinent information. That was that was Wednesday uh, Wednesday night. I did this. I, I made the order. Thursday. How much did you buy? It's insignificant, Frank. Don't worry about how much I bought. Come on. Bought quite a bit of it. That's all you need to know. All right. Bought enough to put my kids through college if it all worked out. No, Junk. I didn't buy that much. I, I bought, I don't even know what I bought. 100 shares or 200 i forget what it was it was it wasn't anything too crazy but it was significant okay wake up thursday i'm like this is great gonna gonna make a lot of money today doing practically nothing and then all hell broke loose where robin hood the app that i made the purchase through and a bunch of other you know uh wall street apps td ameritrade and some of these other places decided to restrict people's ability to purchase these stocks how is that all right so 9 30 comes and i'm like here we go and i don't see anything going on in my account 9 45 i talked to your brother in fact i, I texted frank's brother and uh, i'm like did you buy this thing and what he's like yeah because mine got rejected i'm like what then i go and look i get a note from Robin Hood saying that they've restricted trading and everything like that. Huge story. Yes. So you went to buy it. You thought you bought it. And they said, no, you didn't buy it. Got nothing. Bupkis. Bupkis. 
Meanwhile, they stopped everybody's ability to buy this stock. The stock winds up tanking yesterday. Hello. Be because nobody could buy it. All you could do was sell it. So everybody started panicking and started selling it. Which was How is that all right though? How is that even legal? Not all right. It is not all right. That can't be legal. Stopping restricting people from buying a public stock. So what they're saying is what Robinhood is saying is that they were protecting their investors from a volatile stock and a volatile market. And what I think is going to help them they get... They were protecting some of their investors. Yeah. You were a potential investor that they didn't give a crap about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, they were, they were saying they were protecting me by not letting me buy it because I would have bought... Oh, I don't know thanks. Thanks, Doc Daddy. I don't know what to do with my own money. Um, break. Yeah. So, but what I think, why I think they're going to get away with this is because A, they're Wall Street. They usually get away with everything. And B, unbelievable. Um, they have to lay out, they have to lay out all the money for these things. You know, you you link your bank account and everything, and you transfer money over. But they're, at the end of the day, footing the bill at first for all this stuff. And when you get a run on trades the way that they were getting, you have to put all that money out. So they were really oh, well prote protecting themselves. I know, but they were really protecting themselves. Um, that's the game you play. And that's kind of how they saw it. But as the story goes is Citadel is this hedge fund that owns, I forget the name of the other company, something else with a C, that owns the Robinhood app. And as it turns out, that Citadel hedge fund was one of the hedge funds that had a major short position against GameStop. Right. So they were literally protecting their own investment by telling their investment arm, stop letting these people trade. And Stephen Cohen, the Mets uh, new owner, he had this whole thing about he then gave a bunch of money to some of these funds to keep them solvent and keep them afloat. And all this stuff, and it was like he took a beating uh, in the news the last day or so. The whole thing was a mess. There's already a class action lawsuit going on, so that's why you know I said so. Uh, a couple no thanks. That's why I didn't go anywhere near this, this couple, freaking mess. Couple friends of ours were able to buy it like a day or so ago, but Frank's brother and I got locked out of it. But I told Frank's brother, I said, "Don't you worry about it." They filed the class action suit. We'll get ours when they settle that thing. That's when we're gonna really. I'm so okay. I'm so confident in that money, Frank. I already called JG Wentworth and set the whole thing up. <laughs> JG Wentworth, eh? Nice. I have a structured settlement, but I need cash now, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> That's the way to go. They'll sing it to you. Yeah. Eight seven seven cash now. I made that shit happen yesterday. You're um, screwed. You know what's going to happen? You're going to forget about this whole thing. Two years from now, it's going to get settled in a way that screws you. Yeah. And you're going to owe like $1,000 to whatever. Oh, yeah. It's going to be out of nowhere. And you're going to be like, I wish I didn't do that thing two years ago. Basically. Basically yeah. is what's going to happen. Enjoy. But I, I feel like they're going to write about this day for years and years and years to come because it What was... are they going to call it? I don't know, but it was an incredible moment. When you think about it, between the Capitol, the election, the Capitol, now this, like we, we've had a couple of like, it's kind of like when you look back at 69 
and you're like, Jesus, you know, Kennedy and the moon landing and like for New York, the Mets, no this year, like all this stuff happened. What did I say? Kennedy? You said Kennedy. What was Kennedy? 64? Four or three or four. Maybe I was matching all the, it was Kennedy and the Beatles. That whole thing happened like within months of one another. Then the, the, all the stuff that happened in 69. Oh, the Beatles broke up in 60, well, 70, you know, towards the end of that. The, moon landing, 69? Moon landing was in 69, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty so. sure the moon landing was in 69. The Mets? The Mets were in 69. There's a lot of stuff that happened. All they're like, they're, like Over the course of history, there are these little like pockets where like four or five huge events happen, and they're all like right smashed up next to each other yeah then it's a few years of kind of just going along yeah and then some major shit happens and we all go nuts about it and then we go along again yeah basically that's life baby so i think we just kind of we just kind of lived through that just now uh july 20th 1969 was the moon landing and because then the mets won right after that then you get into January of 70. The Mets won in October of 69. Then January of 70, the Beatles break up. You know, so it's like. I think 69 was also, uh, I want to say, Son, Son of Sam. No. That was later on. Or some major serial killer was 69, I feel. Maybe. I think Summer of Sam was uh, was much later than that. In the seventies, I thought. I don't know. 70s. What was John Mellencamp singing about? Seventy-six. Oh yeah, summer of sixty-nine. That's true. He had a, he had something going on in sixty-nine. Yeah, had a lot of things happening. He bought his first uh, real six-string. He played <laughs> it till his fingers bled. Is what is my understanding? <laughs> Never forget that. Never ever forget. <laughs> um, yeah. So I I don't know what they're gonna call it, but it, it it's. It's amazing. Short, the Big Short. They made that movie about it. The Big Short. Yeah, I guess they can call it The Big Short. Um, but but you know what's crazy about all this, and I feel like nobody's really talking about this. So, you know, what happens is is these on Reddit, somebody was like, "We should." There's a huge short position against GameStop. We should buy it all up, force them to buy it, raise the price, really put them out of commission. These huge hedge funds, and so they do that. And they run the price up. But what I find that nobody's talking about, and I understand why, because it's kind of depressing, is that Wall Street is going to win in the end anyway. You know, like nobody's really talking about this, but I feel like it's true because everybody there was. So all the original followers, the people who were reading this Reddit threads, they go and buy and you have a jump. Then it makes news a little bit in the financial world. And so then the people just outside of that circle, they come across it and they buy. And then it gets into another layer where the people that are, say, social media savvy and on top of things, they catch wind of it. So they buy. There are a lot of people that didn't hear about this until yesterday, until it all really busted out, you know, and then they started to buy. So you had all these like little steps and layers to getting to the point where people were buying, trying to accomplish this goal of screwing the huge billionaire hedge funds, right? But what were we all trying to do, really? Like, were we trying to bust out those hedge funds? Yeah, kind of. 
but we were really trying to get in on something that was shooting through the moon and make some money. It was a get rich quick, not scheme, but kind of thing. Kind of. So even though whatever happened where they told where they stopped the trading, so you couldn't buy anything and that kind of screwed everything up, even though that happened, how long was this going to go for really? Because people were kind of talking about this, like, here's the revolution. Here it is. We're going to start doing this all across the board. Well, it really kind of fizzled out in the day because I feel like all these people, present party included, were like, I can hop in on this, make a couple of quick bucks and then get out. It's the getting out where Wall Street wins, because as soon as people start selling off and the price starts going down, they that's where they make their money. So the ability of the hedge funds to stick around and hold on to their positions and win out in the long run is I feel like exactly what's going to happen and was always going to happen no matter how much maybe, damage was caused. But the people, but people like you who bought the stock, maybe, you know, they could hold out just as long too. just hold on to the stock. I mean, maybe, but you know, talking to, people that I know that were doing this, they were all, they were all under the same mentality. I get think, in, get out. I quick. think I got in at the right time and I'm going like to ride this till X amount of Exactly. I'm going to ride this till X amount of time. And then I'm going to get, get my position out. I try. So, so that's why for as much as people want to like hate on Stephen Cohen and all these people for like coming together, and supporting one another to stick with it. This is what these animals do. Like this is what they do. This is what they know how to do. And although they got dealt a huge blow over the last 48, 72 hours, I feel like this is like they lost the battle and they know how to win the war. You know what I mean? Like I Yeah. It's weird that there's actual, you know it's it, it's it's almost like like they go to school for this. They they train their whole lives for, to do this profession. Yeah. But someone who trains, there's no school for like gambling. You know, like if I wanted to do the same thing, but in casinos, you know, they call you like a cheat or whatever. But right. But the guys that do it on Wall Street, they're playing the system. Wall Street guys are literally like seal like team casino six gamblers i was gonna well, say they are, but they know the deal they know how it goes i was gonna say they're like seal team six like oh okay if something blows up near me or somebody pulls a gun out near me i'm going to panic if something blows up near a seal team member they're springing into action they know exactly what to do they're not concerned they've been trained yeah. for this moment and i they feel know like the ins and outs yes it's the same thing with these billionaires they just they know the deal and yes, that's, a couple, yeah, a couple, that's why they win in the end, because they know what they're doing. Because that's it, because because we were all, you know, this idea of we can all stick together. I like it. But in this instance, when you're talking about money and people just like nobody was like, I, out of again, everybody I know, nobody was like, yeah, we're going to topple down these hedge funds. People were like, no, I'm going to get in. I'm going to make some money and uh, I'm going to hop on. There out. might be a, there might be a select few maybe a few hundred that are sticking in for the, for the main goal. I'm sure there are people like you and, oh, yeah. and, the, and the next tier that just want to get in and out. Yeah. But I'm sure there are also hundreds well, that are there to take down the big guy. So I, so 
the what was it Wednesday now or Thursday? So Thursday, yesterday, yesterday you couldn't buy. They they sat the whole day and sunk AMC, Nokia, GameStop, all the stocks. They sunk all these stocks. Then I'm looking at it though, and after hours trading, they all start to come back. Then Robinhood and TD Ameritrade say you can buy tomorrow, but it'll be in limited amounts. So I go on this morning, and I'm like, you know what? I'm still gonna buy. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy a couple up and see what happens here. And uh, so I did. So I, I'm still in it. I haven't gotten out of anything yet. I'm in all my positions. Um, again, I didn't. They restricted you, so you couldn't buy. I couldn't buy as much as I had originally wanted to. But I also at the same time, and and here's another reason why I think they won is because they proved that this is an unfair game. This is not. Of course, for us. it is. The fact that they restricted makes it unfair. They can't. I mean, yeah, they're just making the rules as they go. To go back to your casino analogy, you know, you play blackjack and you get lucky or maybe you don't. That's what they're counting on. When you are good enough to count cards in a six deck shoe, okay, then they ask you to leave. You know what I mean? Because not even that. You start you start winning and you get on a good streak, they're they're probably gonna even if you're not counting cards, they you make a certain amount of money and they're like, All right, now you gotta go. Yeah. And you realize that this is not really, this is not to the benefit of most of us. No, it's a rigged system. It's a I rigged mean, that's, system. They're, they're playing by their rules. They made the rules. They're the players. Anybody that comes in from the outside, you could play, but you got to follow our rules. And we have the right to change these rules anytime. Yeah. And people, people kept saying that. The amount of money that they're going to wind up having to pay in fines if they are found to be guilty, which they clearly are, is nowhere near what they would have been losing if they would have let this all keep going. I'm sure they factored that in. They said, you know what, either we, either we lose a, a gajillion dollars short, you know, letting all these people buy this stuff, or we stop them and we just pay a little bit in legal, you know, in legal yeah. settlements. A risk analyst. So they, That's what they do, man. They hedged their bet. There you go. There the you connection. go. All right. Wait until you hear what this uh, Rudy Giuliani had to say about, oh, I can't wait. about the uh, insurrection over there at the Capitol. I'm uh, sure it was a pearl of wisdom followed by a gem of something. Um, <laughs> but first, I want to just encourage everybody to head on over to anthonyonair.com and check out our Clips channel. Uh, this is our channel where we do single topic stories and uh, highlights from the podcast. So make sure you subscribe. It is only on YouTube. You can't find that. There's not another podcast feed. There's not another uh, Twitter account for it. It's only on YouTube, our second Clips channel. Make sure you subscribe. You know, this way, if you don't want to see the Ghislaine stuff, you don't have to. If you do only want to see the Ghislaine stuff we talk about, then you can over there over on that channel so oh uh subscribe to that if you so choose do it um i i am one of these people frank that think that steve bannon has a bad reputation he doesn't deserve he does yes he does he yeah, does i don't think he deserves the reputation that he has i why think a lot of that? his things are missing because i you want to know why yes because i listened to him speak Three separate times for over Wait, three an, whole times for over an hour each particular time. And these 
the accusations against him, I feel like, are a little unfair. I feel like he is an America first guy. He's what they call a populist, right? He wants to see us succeed. And then does we he, can. Is, is that what he does? Is that what he was saying when he stole money out of funds to build the wall? He oh, took the money for himself. I should clarify. Was that the America first thing? Thanks for reminding me of that. Okay, go ahead. That withstanding. I can't get behind that. I forgot about that. Oh, well, everything else is fine, but that. But before, before this, he was accused of being a lot of things, racist and this and that, and, and maybe he is. You know what happens when you say racist things, you, you, you get accused of being Yeah, but racist. see, that's what I'm talking about. I found that when I heard somebody say he was racist because he said that this, I went and, and looked at what he said. And it was this America first mentality. It wasn't uh, it wasn't this extreme thing that it was, for lack of a better term, trumped up to be in the media. I actually found him to be very intelligent and pretty captivating. Now, you may disagree. Yeah. People may be like, Most, hey, uh, we're a rich country. We should be helping other nations. OK, not going to argue. A lot with of that. bad people are intelligent and charismatic. But that's my point. I aside from the stealing the money thing, because that, you know, prior to that, I didn't really find him to be the bad person they were painting him to be in the media. I really didn't. Okay. I did. I didn't. I wish I could. I wish I could be on board. You know how like everybody hates Kanye because he's such an asshole. I wish I could be on that side. I just don't think it's that clear cut. And I also think that a lot of people don't care enough to to look into it the way I did. To form their own opinion. They're just basically going off of shit and hearsay off of Twitter. And anyway, I me. can't go off the top of my head because I'm not I'm not a Steve Bannon, you know, listen, I don't follow him as closely, but I'm not a champion of the, things- of the guy. I'm not going around saying everybody listen to this Steve Bannon. He's fantastic. I'm not saying that. I'm saying he doesn't deserve or didn't prior to the stealing of the wall money thing. Didn't really deserve the reputation that he had. Case in point what took place between him and Rudy Giuliani. So Bannon is doing this uh, podcast and he has Rudy Giuliani on the pod. By the way, you know where else I really respected Bannon? Because mm. after he left the Trump administration, he had no problem specifically uh, mentioning all the things that Trump got wrong, things that he should have done that he didn't do, Campaign promises he that he made and didn't and didn't follow through on. He had no problem pointing all that stuff out. Yeah. Everybody who leaves, most of them who leave, 90, 95% of the people who leave look back and go, this is all the bullshit that happened. He was one of them. But, yeah, but no, he, he wasn't, while he was there, it wasn't really he went that. It, with the bullshit. it was more like when they passed the tax cuts, he was like, this is what he got wrong. He's like, he shouldn't have done it this way. He should yeah. have done it this way. Yeah. And and he you said, I tried that after you leave. But he said, I tried to get him to do it this way. And he just didn't do it this way. He did it the other way. He listened to the, the, the Senate and the House instead of doing what he promised people that he would do during the election. I respect him for that. Okie doke. <laughs> you can't even, you know. You can't even. No, I don't have all the facts in front of me. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and, Listen, and throw I, things at you. But I don't like the things that I've, you know, as I went along in this 
the last four years. I haven't heard anything great about Steve Bannon. So I don't like Kellyanne Conway. I think she started this whole alternative facts thing that just ran amok for four years. But uh-huh. she was on Bill Maher a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, she, she left. She op- Yes. She openly admitted to telling the president, she had already left, by the way, at this point, that what happened at the Capitol was wrong and he needs to take responsibility for it because what he did was see, irresponsible. I see that as being, I see that as too little too late. You were a part of this, this crap yeah. for three and a half years and then you leave and go, oh, I think now he's a bad guy. I agree. I'm just saying I, I'll give her that credit. I, I credit her for that it's, that thing. It's covering her ass. It's 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 I could say this she you know, she would she No, so I'm sorry, I should, clar- I should clarify years. I should clarify. She called him immediately as it was happening and said she'd already left. She so again, not her problem. Yeah, there's no consequences anymore. She picked up the phone and called him and said, "You need to do something. This is your problem." I I give her credit for that because you know why? Somebody in the room has, and in this case, she wasn't even in the room anymore. Somebody in the room has to speak up, and I always feel like no matter how shitty that person may be and the track record. Again, I started this by saying I didn't really care for her all that much. You get credit for that in my book. That's just me. Yeah, that's one thing. You know. Yeah. It's three and a half years of doing the wrong thing, and then you do right, one right thing. So Bannon. That's all I'm saying. Bannon had the reason why I bring this up is because again, Bannon has Giuliani on, and credit Bannon, integrity move here, kind of calls Giuliani out on his shit. They're talking about what happened at the Capitol. Uh, Giuliani is saying that <laughs> none of this was the president's fault, uh, that this was all not only Antifa people, which we heard from, I don't even know what time this happened. If it happened at three o'clock at three Oh one, people are like, Oh, that's Antifa people. Well, here's why Giuliani is saying this yeah. because he still works for Trump. Yeah. And he has consequences if he says something different. So, but he says not only was it Antifa people, but it was Republicans as well that don't like uh, President Trump. So let's take a listen to what he said. And you'll hear Bannon kind of calls him out for saying what he said. The defense is going to have to show that this thing was planned and that a lot of the people involved in the planning, Antifa, and then even some right-wing groups were enemies of his and that they were doing it in order to hurt him, uh, including some right-wing groups that operate for the, for, for the Lincoln Project or have been, have been working with the Lincoln Project at various times. You have a couple of wolves and sheep. Hold, hold it, hang clothing. on, hang on. What, whoa, 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 whoa. What, what do you say working for the Lincoln Project, right-wing? Lincoln Project, more like drinking project. Am I right there, Frankie C? Oh! There he is. Friday, baby. Groups like who? One of the people who organized this is well known for having worked with the Lincoln Project in the past, and also, also, okay, there but are, there who, are who is it? But today, I, 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 I really, we can't. Today, that he okay, he forgets about the question. So there, go ahead. There, one of the people involved 
brought in right-wing groups that opposed Trump. And he brought them in specifically because he wanted to blow this thing up. He had the same motivation. He had the same motivation the Antifa people had. So it isn't as if all these right-wing groups were all pro-Trump. And the biggest problems, violent problems, were caused by Antifa. That's where the shooting took place. That's it. That, that, that was surrounded by all Antifa people. So how, how can he be held responsible for a whole thing that's planned days before he's going to speak that has a mixture of people that hate him and people that support him? But who's the guy working with the Lincoln Project? He's a, he's a, uh, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if I can uh, reveal his name because we have that, we have that from anonymous sources, but he, 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 and he worked in the past, he worked in the past for Romney. Okay. Hang on for a second. Okay. But uh, I mean, Hey, this is why we're getting blown up all the time. You can't throw a charge out there like that. And then say, yeah, I got a double secret probation guy who I can't mention, but he worked for Romney, worked for the Lincoln Project. Anyway, we'll drill down this more. I, I'll tell you what. I, I'll tell you what, Rudy. So Brandon's like, you can't. You yeah, can't but then he lets just, it go. Well, they had, I think he had to go to a break or something like that. You can't that. do that. You can't do that. But we're going to let you do that and go to a commercial. I mean, I don't know if they came back and got to the bottom of it, but. How many times are we going to let Giuliani just spout out this crazy shit until, without producing? He, until he's fired or the, until this whole thing is over. I can't. I mean, again, if you. Ha OK, and this, by the way, and I, I feel like I'm very fair with everybody and I respect everybody that takes even a second and a half to watch or listen to this show. But. Stop writing me and telling me that I don't know what I'm talking about and I didn't do the research because the election was stolen or this happened. That If you want to say that to me, then you have to produce some factual, ev real evidence, not fucking Tim in Pittsburgh's not blog. this person said this, this right. person said that. Real evidence that it happened because... I waste a lot of time reading a lot of shit and I fucking read a lot more than you do. I'm talking to you, people who comment all the time. Definitely you, Frank. <laughs> and I, and I, I don't even know if you can read, to be honest with you. I haven't really seen it proven just yet. Riyadh. <laughs> but I read everything. So to come on and be like, Oh, you clearly don't know what you're talking. No, motherfucker, you don't know what you're talking about because I fucking read everything. And I'm on this podcast, on the record, day after the election, saying if it was really... You were pissed at me when I said it. If it was really stolen, show us the evidence, and I'll, I'll buy in. I'm with you. I'm down. Yeah, no evidence has... No massive voter fraud has come up. And at Nothing. every turn, when he was in court, Giuliani had a chance to say it. He fell short of saying it under uh, oath because he's a smart guy and he knows if I say this and it's not true, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. And I can't back it up with facts. I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. So I'm okay with you having that position and having that feeling but fucking show me something or else don't comment on my shit. 
Because I don't Boom. have time to answer people more anymore. I did it for like five people, and I'm uh, that's it. So either fucking show it or shut up, and don't send me like you know right wing you know Christian dot com. Show me real. I need real hardcore evidence. I haven't seen right. it. Nobody has seen it. By the way, Chris Christie the other day, just the show that I read and listen and watch everything. Chris, uh, Chris Christie said, hardcore Republican, worked for Trump, came out and said, this is ridiculous. Trump and Giuliani need to stop this shit because it is only causing more harm. There is no voter fraud. It wasn't a stolen election. And it is time to move on. And countless other Republicans exactly. are saying the same thing, too. Anybody who's not still working for Trump or or you know, was in the administration and still has some kind of tie to him has come out except for with the exception, like there's a few exceptions, like Sarah Sanders, for some reason will not turn her back on, on Trump. There's a, there's a connection there with her dad and whatever. Well, this Kevin McCarthy went and visited, had a meeting with Trump publicly said that he was going down to Florida to meet with Trump. This is after he came out and said that Trump was responsible for this now a week two weeks three weeks have gone by and he goes down and makes a spectacle out of meeting with him is very bizarre what kevin mccarthy did this week very very bizarre but anyway i want to add this on to it frank because even though giuliani is crazy what i want everybody to really keep in mind is he might not be far off and the reason why i say this is because we get too stuck in this right versus left, Democrat versus Republican to realize that maybe there were other forces involved that could be really damaging to us in the future. And I bring this up because just a, a few hours ago, before we started the podcast, the FBI and the Washington Post published a video. All right. They found pipe bombs near the Capitol on January 6th. They were planted there the night before. Two explosive devices were found shortly before the mob attacked the U.S. Capitol. Uh, according to the FBI and a video published by the Washington Post, one of the pipe bombs was found close to the Republican National Committee and the other place just blocks away was found close to the Democratic National Committee. The FBI increased its reward for tips that would lead to the suspect's arrest uh, up to a hundred thousand dollars. I'm going to show this thing. It's not going to help anybody really. Even if you can't, it's just a person in a hoodie. You can't really see much. But my point is, in all of this, as people get so insane about Trump winning or Pelosi winning or this and that, like you got to keep in mind that there are other people out there that just want to watch the world burn. And they'll take whatever opportunity they can to do just that. And how yeah, they're extreme people that just take. Yeah, they seize opportunities to go nuts. That's why. And again, I will always preach this. It doesn't matter who the president is. It doesn't matter that one side wins over the next. It's always going to be compromised and you're never going to get everything the way you want it. It's always going to be compromised that moves the country forward. That's the way it is. The country works on a two party system working together to compromise this thing that we've been into lately where we've lost sight of that and have to have one side win over the other is batshit crazy and as we saw with the capital 
And now this part of the story, other people are going to use that against us to cause serious harm. And that's unfortunate because although some people died on that day with this shit, it could have been a lot, lot worse. And I feel Absolutely. like everybody, present party included, got to take some responsibility for how they act in public and online with this shit and just cool yeah, it down. Totally. It's got to be cooled down. I'm not... I'm never a fan of any violence ever, you know, uh, self-defense excluded. I, anytime anything gets, you know, I'm all for, uh, if you want to, you know, peaceful demonstrations, um, the protest, that's one thing. But violence is never a good idea. Um, so anything like that, that's out of hand. That's not called for. And it doesn't solve anything. It just causes more trouble, more heartache, more hurt, more pain, more death. And, and it doesn't solve anything. There are some people that just want to watch the world burn. And I learned exactly. that from Michael Caine in the Batman movies. Okay. And true words. Wise words. Yeah, exactly. Totally. exactly. If we've learned anything from Batman, it's that and also nipples don't belong on Batman costumes. Those are the two big lessons I want everybody to take away that from this podcast is your opinion sir <laughs> i prefer my bat suit with nipples <laughs> that's just me this is america we should be as nipply as we want to be nipply all right frankie c want, i don't know why bat girl didn't have that that's a different all right thing. now uh, you're getting into weird territory i gotta call hr I'm just saying just um saying. you have a product testing to do now our new feature yes. on the podcast product testing we tested the white chocolate peanut butter a couple of pods ago. We're not going to do this every episode, but when we have something to do it with, we'll do it. By the way, I have been testing this Six Point Breweries resin beer. Very good. Resin? Uh, that doesn't sound drinkable. Resin. Nine, Is it resin what you polish a bowling ball with or something? 9.1% alcohol by volume, baby. That'll do it. That'll do the Can trick. Yeah. You can get paint so now, off a car with that. Go ahead. This product I actually bought because I scrolling through Facebook and it's one of those like the ad looks like one of those ads you'd see on TV for like, uh, you know, as seen on TV products like, you know, they do a quick infomercial for. Mm -hmm. So it looked like one of those. But I was like, you know what? My sink, my kitchen sink can use something like this. Oh, God. <laughs> and I got to say, it's not bad. So here's what it, here's the thing. <laughs> it looks ridiculous. Hold on, hold on, hold on. B twenty seven. That looks like a battleship does piece. Like, does look like a battleship. <laughs> but what it does is it sits on one side of the thing. And it, and it I can't opens, even look at you. I can't even look at you. <laughs> and it sits there, and you put like the the sponges and and the, and the things in here. You hang them up on here, and it just sits, and it's a little drain for your sponges <laughs> and whatever else you're using to clean. You put your soaps in here, and it sits on the side of the drain. <laughs> and I bought it, and it, can't, it came. There were two of them, and I got two of them for the price. You got two of them? Two of them. I don't know why. I don't need two of them, <laughs> but I have two of them. You, you, uh, one sink, one of these should do, and it does. The other one. I have. It does the trick. 
I like how when you described it, you said, you know, your sponges and your soaps and things. Sponges, soaps. And then when you said it again, you said. I was going to say, you said sponges and soaps. And I'm like, what else is there besides sponges and soaps? Why do we need that whole huge thing? That's basically it. But, you know, like you have those, um, (laughs) not sponges, but but like the wipe, not wipes, but it's almost like a washcloth, but it's like spongy. Yeah. You can hang it over here and it drip dries. So you don't have, and then you wash this thing, you know, so you don't have bacteria <laughs> everywhere all over the sink. That's the most ridiculous so thing I've ever seen. <laughs> how much did you pay? For, wait, let me guess. Can I guess? I don't even remember how much. It wasn't that much, though. I was going to say, was it probably like fourteen ninety nine, Something like that. And they give you two of them. So it was like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> give it a shot. That's use it. ridiculous, man. That's ridiculous. Some assembly required. This thing you have to put on. You got to put that together? But it's like two two seconds. And you don't even need it. See? You could use just this part. <laughs> and this comes off. And then you just... Why did you buy? Did you really need... Nobody needs this. No. You don't. <laughs> but it's handy. And it, it kind of, you know, just holds all your, all the... All it, like if you have a sponge, you don't want it sitting on the, on the sink. Wait, let me guess. It holds your you sponges and soap and things. Sponges and soaps and things. <laughs> hey, look. There's not much else I could say about the thing, except it holds your sponges and soaps and things. <laughs> and it expands, and that's, and that's expands. basically it. And I haven't tried it in the dishwasher yet, but I'm sure it's dishwasher safe. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's very hard plastic. Does that? That should be fine. Now, let me ask you a question because it looks like it's curved for the for the curvature of the sink. Like you put it on one side of the sink. Right. It goes like so. Here's the here's the faucet. Right. The side. You can't put it on the part with the faucet. You can't put it on right. the back. Of it's got to go on the side. It goes on the side. And you expand it. You put it down. You got the whole sink open. Right. Now, let me ask you a question. Here. The second one that they gave you. Was it for the other side, or is it the same exact shape as that one? It's no, it, it's we can work on either side, so it, you could reverse it and put this on this side. Oh, you could move that thing. Yeah, it has oh, another okay. part here where you could just move it. <laughs> this is like show and tell in kindergarten. <laughs> I feel like I brought in like like <laughs> a He-Man figure. I'm going, and if you, you know, you, <laughs> once he turns into He-Man, he has Battle Cat, right. And you play with that. So, do you use both of them? No, the other one's still in the box, and I don't know what to do with it. I don't even know where the hell it is, but it's around here somewhere. That's what I was looking for before the show. I was stalling a little bit because I was looking for the box for the other one. Before the it's show, around here somewhere. Can I tell them the conversation before the show? Yeah, yeah. Frank goes, "I got the thing for product testing. Do you want to do it?" I go, "Yeah, let's do it tonight." He goes, hang on. And I go, what are you doing? He's like reading. He's like looking for stuff. He's like, I don't know what the name of this thing is. I don't know. I don't know what the name of this thing is. I lost the box that it came in, number one. I lost the second box. Well, I think I threw the first box out. But the second box, I don't know where the hell that is. And I'm looking through my receipts in my email, and I can't find that either. (laughs) It was literally an ad on Facebook that... In any other mind, you'd go, this is a scam. They're going to steal my identity and my information. <laughs> but for some reason, I looked. I'm sitting there one day. I looked over at my wife. I said, would you use this thing? And she goes, yeah, I'd probably use that. Oh, my I'm God. Like, Great. 
Sold. Bless her heart. She uh, she does not tell you to go to hell enough. That woman. She's she a saint. She doesn't. She's very supportive. She, she shouldn't be. You, As everybody I, can see, she shouldn't be this supportive. I gotta tell you, I was fifty fifty on whether or not this thing was actually gonna show up at my door, <laughs> or if I was never gonna see this again, and my money was just gone. Was that part of the allure of ordering? It was a little bit of a gambling Kinda. thing. <laughs> I wanted to see if it would actually show up. That was kind of part of it. I was kind of, you know, I was kind of putting faith in, in back in humanity. When it showed up and I saw it, I was like, oh, the thing. I said, <laughs> faith in humanity has been restored. Oh, There's an actual person out there making the product and delivering it. And it's a wonderful thing. The same person that's putting that together is the same asshole writing blogs about how the election was stolen. That's the problem, Frank. That You're funding this enterprise. I don't think it is. It is. It is. He's too busy making quality sync products. <laughs> <laughs> to worry about election results. He's, All right, now let me ask even, you a question. That's if it's even made in America. I don't even know if it's made in America. Let me ask you a question. Well, I, and I will I will foot the bill for this. I will pay for all of this. Oh, God. Can we give the second one away? Are you going to ever if use it? we find it, yes. <laughs> you don't know where it is? Again, I don't know where the second one It's around here somewhere. It's in the box. Um, yeah, I don't know where the hell it is. <laughs> If I find it, yeah, we can give it away. All right, on an upcoming episode, you could win the sink thingy from Frank. It has holes on the bottom. I'm not going to lie to you. When you first pulled it out, I thought it was some sort of a possum catching thing. That's what I thought it was. Really. That would have been handy a few months ago. <laughs> I don't know what the hell it would look like. I don't know. How it would work. I don't know. But it beats the hell out of a box with a stick and a string. I had a can of tuna on the floor, damn it. I can't tell you how much you this purchase is. Like, knowing Frank for as long as I know him for. Thank you, honey. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> It's not even. I still can't. I still can't tell you. Chinese writing on there. (laughs) There is Chinese writing. So we have a name. We just have to get somebody to to translate it from Chinese. (laughs) That's why you didn't know what the name is. You don't read Chinese. No, I do not. It had a name when I bought it, but not on this box. Is any of the writing on the side in English? Uh, Let's see. We have. Drain and ventilation. Neat storage, it says. This is amazing that they've come up with seven different points to say about this product. Go ahead. Now, it should say easy to remove and wash, but it says east to remove and wash, (laughs) which I'm assuming is a typo. All right. Here's another problem. Now I didn't I didn't buy this assuming that it was stainless steel. I do I knew it was plastic, but this has stainless steel on it. Which it is not. It is plastic. And I bought it under the assumption it was plastic, so they didn't get one over on me there. Bearing compa- capacity. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> Bearing it means it's able to hold some weight, I guess. I think it I can know. hold a bear is what it means. One twist extension. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. It doesn't twist or anything. It just slides. Are you sure that that's what's in that box, actually? Because it doesn't look like it would even fit in there. Yeah, no, that's the, there's a picture of it on the front. Oh. Yeah, it's holding, like, the rags and things. And the soaps and sponges. 
see. So there it is. We can give it away if you want. Can we? Are Maybe you gonna say. miss it? Are you, are you gonna no, give it to I your mom it. or something? I don't. I don't even know. I think my mom wants this. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, mom. I love you. I don't even know. I mean, it's it does the job. I mean, you know. All right. Takes up a little more of the sink than I want, but other than that. But let me ask you, what possessed you? Like, what made you say, like, I, I need this? Because I remember, like, the part, the the area around the sink, like, you know, with the back part where the the hose comes out, the spray hose. Yeah. And the other side, there's like, you know, there's a sponge there. There's the sink stopper up there and the soap and everything. I'm like, you know what? It'd be nice if that was all in one thing. And ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> So, if anybody, if anybody in the comments can yes. read Chinese, hold that up. That'd be great if somebody could translate that for us. If anybody knows what this says? <laughs> that would be wonderful. It says, "Watch off, watch us rip off these stupid assholes in America." <laughs> Mission accomplished, baby. <laughs> and I'm assuming it's the same thing on the back. It says, back. "Asshole detector." If you're holding this, guess what? <laughs> There's some other stuff on the side. If you could read that, <laughs> wonderful. No, oh, that's good. Is that numbers? I can't. I oh, don't know. That's more Chinese. No, that's okay. more Chinese. Oh, I thought that was a number. Okay. There are like different colors, but none of them are checked off on this box. So I don't know what colors are. <laughs> I'm assuming it's all standard gray. At least it's East Assemble. That's what's really nice about it. They're not lying. <laughs> Assembled in the East. <laughs> east to remove and wash. <laughs> Oh, East to remove and wash. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can get that on there, but not easy to remove and wash, but East. Oh, man. That's that's <laughs> just phenomenal. All right. So can we give this away? Can we can we give it yeah. away? How do we do that? I just, uh, in the comments, be like, if you want to win the, the sync thing, just be like, I want to win the sync thing. Just write in the comments and we'll we'll give it. Let's give everybody a week to write. I want to win the sync thing. And then, and then what? Then we'll pick one at person at random, and then we'll send it to them. I'll a send private it to message, them. and we'll say here. Well, yeah, you know, private address. Yeah, and maybe I'll pick it up from you tomorrow when we're doing PDQ, and uh, all right. And I'll send it out for us. I don't know how much it could be to ship this thing. It's not much, that heavy. How much did Very you pay? Light. I don't remember, but it wasn't that much. <laughs> Forty, fifty dollars. <laughs> The question is, is the thieves that sold that to you, how much stuff have they bought with your credit card is what I really want to know. Oh, probably lots. <laughs> Whatever. My credit card is very good. They tell me when there's weird purchases and they lock my account in very awkward situations. Oh, my God. I go to use my credit card and they say, sorry, the credit card's not working. And I go, thanks. Thanks, credit card, for telling me. Now, have you used that yet? Has it been on your sink or no? Yes, I've been using it the last week. I washed it for today's show. Nice. But uh, yeah, I've been using it. It sits on the sink. Yeah. And it's a, it's a lovely addition to the Frankie C household. That looks like something you would uh, hang Elf on the shelf from. That's, uh, that's... He, that's... He can go on it. There's another, another use for it. Hangman, you could oh. do play Hangman. What's that game? Was it Hangman? Hangman. Will you write yes, the thing so. and then you, yeah, all right. 
Yeah, if you physically have something to hang, <laughs> I don't know what you'd be hanging from this besides soaps and sponges. We are going to keep an unofficial clock on this. Today's January 29th on how long Frank keeps this, how long that stays in operation in the Frank household. <laughs> Until I go, screw this stupid thing, I throw it in the garbage. <laughs> it's been working. It's been pulling its weight, I got to tell you. All right, good. I'm glad. And we got a giveaway for the show. All right, wait, hold on. You got to hold it up. You have to hold it up so we could thumbnail this. So we could. Am I pointing to you? No, yeah. I'm not. Is this pointing to you? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, because maybe we'll put it on the Clips channel too. This this will go on the Clips channel, and people could win it there too. We'll, we'll put it on. So that. when we do this live, this show will go out live. And there'll be people commenting in the live chat. Those do not count as entries. You have Correct. to do it in the comments. Not in the live chat. That's happening right here, right now. Here. Um, Where else? Or here. Uh, in the comments. You have to comment on the video. Right. YouTube. It has to be a YouTube. Yeah. The, the, good point for our podcasting friends, for the audio people only. It has to be, boy, the audio people must be like, what are they talking about? What I can't the even hell? describe that. I can't even, it just, it looks like I a. I think I did a good job describing it. Yeah. You know, it's a drain. It's a little, it's like a, it's like those things that you put like on the side, the, the dish strainers, the dryers. I was going to say, they sell those racks. at like Bed Bath & Beyond for like 99 cents. You put the little suction cup, you put it in there, you put your sponge in there and you're done. I don't know why you got to rain on my parade. <laughs> You know, I bought something that I'm, I, you know, I'm standing behind. Not like your fancy white chocolate peanut butter that nobody's ever heard of. This segment sucks, by the way. <laughs> there's been nothing I, useful I'm for a people. Good time. <laughs> no, I'm having a blast. And but there's been a giveaway. Nothing, and there's a giveaway. I guess there's something to it. All right. So just be like, I want to win the sink thing in the comments. And then and just a heads up. A little, little crumple on the box. That's yeah. Well, but the product inside is fine. I'm sure it is. I'm assuming. Is it? <laughs> I haven't opened. I haven't opened this box. Maybe that's the stainless steel one. How 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 funny would that I don't be? Think so. Maybe <laughs> it's very light. Whatever. It's, I think it's plastic. <laughs> but I love how it says stainless. Like clearly, you know what they did? They just literally copied another box in the massive warehouse where they're keeping all these things. Like, what should we stamp on here? I don't know. Stainless steel. All right. Yeah, I don't know. It does say stainless steel. Tis not. There's, cause that just goes to show you the people that made that think that that is stainless steel. So that just goes to... You know, <laughs> come on. They're in, the, they're in a boardroom somewhere going, I, it's not staining. It's pretty, you know. I mean, the sink on the on the pit in the box here is stainless steel. Oh, there you go. So they're not but fully... But this ready. is not. <laughs> All Enjoy right, so your plastic sink caddy. Put I'll it call it sink caddy. Sink caddy. There you go. Put it in the comments. I want to win the sink thing. We'll give it a week. We'll go through, and we'll uh, we'll pick a winner. YouTube Ooh, only. Another use for it. You know how when you throw a bunch of things into the sink, and you, you like the spoons and stuff, and all that gets like in the water, and it's, you could drop all your dirty, the dirty utensils can can go in here instead of. <laughs> You know, like knives. You don't want to stick your hand in a sink with knives. You put all the knives in there. What? How long does it take you to clean something in the sink? What is your problem? What's your problem? 
You dirty something, you wash it. What's happening in your sink right people now? Are, knives and water. You know, after dinner, you just stuff piling up in the sink. No, you don't have. To. Yeah, that's true. No, I do that. Right. Shut up. All right, I think we covered. <laughs> I think we covered everything. <laughs> I think we got it all. Uh, anything else? All right, good. Uh, I have a little uh, good news, a bright news. Not good news, but light news. Light on the lighter side of the news. Okay. Uh, Kraft is making pink candy flavored mac and cheese for Valentine's Day. Oh, for Valentine candy flavored macaroni and cheese. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, I don't know if that will be. Maybe it'll be good, but candy flavored mac and cheese, and it's pink. Hmm. So I'm gonna pull up a picture here. Uh, it's it sounds not great but who knows maybe they're it... onto something here here you go is it real okay, good there it is that's real that's what it is now is it pink flavor like is it candy flavored mac and cheese or is it just look pink and it tastes like regular mac and cheese it says candy flavored uh, which candy is anybody's guess this special sweetened powder will also turn your mac and cheese hot pink. Huh. So if you want to make... My advice, if you want to make your Valentine's Day romantic, <laughs> I don't know if mac and cheese would be the, <laughs> the go-to meal. Says the anyway. guy who bought the sink caddy. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't buy it for romance. I well. bought it for its efficiency. <laughs> Damn it. What was the last thing you bought your wife before the sink caddy? What did I buy on my way? You cheap piece of shit. I swear to God, she oh, deserves somebody so much better than you. <laughs> I bought her stuff. <laughs> I got her stuff. I don't know. We buy, we buy things for each other all the time. This isn't for my wife. This is for the house. <laughs> I didn't buy this as a gift for my wife. I asked, asked her if she would use it too. No, and the, I, and I, I would use it. We both use it. The gift is she still... for her. The gift is she still lets you use any bit of the money that you have. That's the gift. That was the gift part of this whole thing. <laughs> That's her gift to me. Exactly. <laughs> How disappointing. I don't know why I'm being treated like a child. Here's is a good adult. <laughs> you know, I'm an adult and I bought something for the house. Damn How, it. How disappointed in you was she when you brought this up? Like, I know she said, yeah, sure, sweetheart, go ahead. But how in her head, how bad was it? You think she was just like, what am I, I know? What am I doing with if my I life? If I knew, I would stop making these stupid burgers. <laughs> <laughs> you want from me? <laughs> it wasn't. A, not a stupid purchase because we're giving one. It's a good purchase, it's a good, <laughs> and you're getting one for free. Whoever wants one. Yeah, it's going to be great. I paid for it, and we're giving it to you. There you go. Well, I'll give you the money oh, for God. it. I told you, I'll give you the six ninety nine for oh, it. You're shipping it, but I'm. I bought it. All one. right. Okay. All right, there you go. So pink craft macaroni and cheese. I got to say, this might be on an upcoming product testing segment. Ooh, that's an idea. Yeah, we should try Let's this. Let's do that. We should try this. When is it coming out? Pink mac and cheese. It's got to be soon. Two yeah. weeks away, baby. Valentine's so. Day is right around the corner. Uh, oh, you have to enter a contest. See, this is bullshit. See, they're doing this. No. This is the new thing now because they just want to get the publicity and they don't want to actually do all the work. So they're not releasing this to the public? The, years ago, 
when you had it when you did a stunt, you had to actually sell it. You know what I'm saying? To make it all work. Yeah. Now they go like this. Oh, well, we're giving these all away. So they're still getting all the publicity. Now they only have to make a thousand of them instead of like four hundred thousand, and they could just send them out, and they get they make out in the long run. Fucking companies Bastards. and the hedge fund people. Yeah, unbelievable. They still make good mac and cheese, though. Yeah, I'm still gonna end it or win. Maybe we'll win yeah. this one. Let's see. They get, they get my two ninety-nine. All right. <laughs> All right, that's it for us. Uh, appreciate you guys watching and or listening. Remember to put in the comments on YouTube only. Sorry, Facebook people, uh, that you want to win the sync thing. Uh, just writes just as long as there's sync in there, uh, that that's all you really need. You can just write sync if you want. If you want to be lazy yeah. about it. And anybody that can translate this, yes, please, please translate. let us know what the hell that. I can't wait says. to see what those comments say. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How will we know which one is the real comment? <laughs> um, remember to follow us Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, because uh, we're going to do our PDQ tasting. Janine Jasabs brought up this whole chicken place when we were talking about uh, Chick fil A, and we started getting all excited about it. So we're going Saturday to go taste it. And then we're going to, so we're going to record a podcast, actually, us trying the place out. So big product testing segment we'll be out and about we, we will not be in our usual yeah back our usual surroundings we'll be trying it from the from the road yeah and we'll we'll park next to each other we're gonna each eat in our own cars i, I guess is what's gonna i didn't think about this though we're gonna my kids are gonna be there so my kids are gonna be a part of like they're gonna definitely be <laughs> nosing <laughs> in on this so my wife will be there then yeah well, that'll be good then we could ask her how close to leaving you is she after the sink purchase? Well, the, very exciting. Very, Listen, very exciting. It's a wonderful product. And the people at <laughs> who made the product stand behind their work. <laughs> Damn it. All right. So we'll see you on the next one. Thank you so much for watching and or listening. Links and info everywhere at anthonyonair.com.